0: life or whether it be our business or whether it be our families or whether it be the church that the lord needs to build it and he needs to do the building and it's really we need to be kingdom builders because it's all about god and not about us and uh, that applies to whatever we do and if we can focus on that side of it then there is the sky's the limit there is no limit and um ephesians 2 and 10 i don't think i've got that scripture up there but ephesians 2 and 10 says for we are god's masterpiece created in christ jesus to do good works which he god prepared in advance for us to do and just in that scripture alone we can see that um that god's plan and we are his masterpiece his plan is to work through us his plan is to work through us and the things we're to do we're his arms and his feet and um we're going to look at uh how he's going to bring that together and uh and where the church fits into all that and we are part of that church a story that's often told there was two bricklayers and um they were both there just laying the bricks and someone said well what are you doing and one guy said well i'm laying bricks can't you see And then he asked the other guy, and he said, well, what are you doing? He says, I'm building a cathedral. And it's all about perspective. And uh, sometimes we can get really bogged down in laying bricks without looking at the big picture. And I just pray that today we might just get a glimpse of the picture that God has, that big picture, that uh, our brick laying, we need to look beyond. And we need to look to that big picture of why we're here. And... um, Sometimes we feel like it's all about us. We're just laying bricks and our fingers are sore because if you've ever mixed mortar and all day, you, you, the skin starts to come off your hands and and they get pretty much dried and cracked and we get all bogged down with the pain of it. But we need to look to that bigger picture and, uh, and see what God's doing. So this scripture... I'll just turn my clicker on... Um, And the scripture that's hard to read because it's in the wrong color but uh it's about living stones 1 peter 2 4 says as you come to him the living stone rejected by men chosen by god and precious to him and you also like living stones are being built into a spiritual house to be holy to be a holy priesthood offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to god through Jesus Christ. What an analogy it is to be looking um, to what is actually being said there about being living stones. In other words, we're not just sort of inert rocks and for those listening to the podcast, I'm holding up a rock here, a bluestone, a piece of bluestone that a lot of the buildings in the Western District were made out of and um, it looks fairly ordinary and these were sort of part of my driveway and I picked them up and thought, well, they're all a bit different shape. I thought, well, that's a little bit like us, isn't it? We're all a different shape. But we're also a different shape in terms of our talents and gifts and all that. And yet that scripture tells us we're living stones. We're being put together. We're being put together. Whatever shape we are, God's going to use us. And, um, and the church is being built together with these stones And you can see this picture here of a stone wall and you probably recognise that just out of Colac. And uh, there's a lot of different stones in that wall and they're all different shapes. But look at what happens when they all come together and they hold each other together. And uh, the interesting thing is, particularly if you're building a building, it's all about the foundation because if it doesn't, sit on that right foundation it won't stay up for long and the scripture tells us about that too that um, that rock that cornerstone is christ and if we don't build our life or our business or our church or whatever it is we're building on him it's gonna it's gonna crumble but i find that uh, picture quite descriptive when you look at even the tiny tiny little stones in there they're all part of the big picture and that paints a picture of our church we all have a part to play and the little ones are just as important as the big ones the people at the door that welcome you in many ways are so significant for the people that come in to be feeling welcomed the people in the coffee cart at the front are incredibly important especially for me <laughs> but it, it's got that welcoming feeling and um and it's just actually every single part, the cleaning of the church, the, the, the people that are out there teaching the children, the people that are preparing communion, absolutely every part of it. And, and then, of course, what happens through the week? There's all the activities through the week. Um, it's all part of this building. It's every little part it is so, uh, that um, God is building. But the church is so important to, to God. He, he calls it the Bride of Christ. That's, the fo- that's his focus and just in the same way as the bride is the focus of a wedding and everything when you're preparing a wedding is focused and the bride's got to look better than the groom um, it's got and, and everything is about the bride and that's how important it is to God it's the bride of the church he, he doesn't have a plan b he is coming back to a bride without spot or wrinkle he's working on us and so we often think oh maybe we could take it or leave it with church or whatever but the the church worldwide is made up of the local church and we need the lot put together the local church is probably in in context with the church worldwide is one of those stones and we've got local churches all around this city but we just focus on what god's building and uh and right now we're just going to have a look at that those living, those living stones. What makes them living? Like we're not just rocks. What makes us living is we, we need, we need each other, and we need community, and we communicate, and um, and we all have a we all have a different shape, and we all have a different fit. Sometimes the stonemason's got to take little bits off those rocks so they do fit. Like I've built a, a few little bits of stone walls and mine no, don't look anything like that one in the picture. But sometimes you've just got to chip off a little piece so it just fits in a bit tighter. You know, God's got to chip a few things off us sometimes. Sometimes it, it's a bit comfortable being chipped, uncomfortable being chipped away at so we fit. But, um, so we're going to look at the three elements in God's design for the church. And when the church, I mean, you and I, the local church, we're all part of that. And uh, we often think of church, you know, we're going to church and we think of the building. But the interesting thing is the building is the facility that facilitates the church. And it's, it just facilitates, it's, it's relevant, it has a place, but it, it facilitates the workings and the operating. It facilitates the teaching of the kids out there facilitates us meeting together the sound system and all the technology we're using here it facilitates it it's not the church but it certainly helps the three elements we're going to look at firstly from the ground up and um and we're being built together with christ as the cornerstone and any building has got to start from the ground up you can't start throwing stones into a heap you've got to put that foundation and you've got to Spend a lot of time measuring it out. I'm the sort of person that can get impatient when I'm building and I just want to see the thing finished. And trying to get that, the the, the foundations square and setting up those hurdles and string lines and, and digging the holes deep enough and all that sort of thing, I, I find that so boring. But without it, the rest doesn't last. And, uh, you know, that's like it with our lives. If we've got to put... Christ is that foundation, and we can't be too impatient because for some of us it takes a long time to put those foundations in place. And if you feel like God's been working on you for a long time and you think, Am I ever going to get this right? Well, you will, but he, for some people it takes longer than others, and He keeps chipping away till He gets it right. And uh, the more we lean on Him and the more we allow Him to change us, the uh, The sooner it is that we'll be able to start building and um, the second thing is that the church is built intentionally god assigns positions to us and just in the same way as he assigned christ as a foundation each of us are different and in that stone wall we saw we saw where each had its place and so it is with us we've got so many different gifts and talents we we saw these guys up on stage, with the singing and the leading, doing a fantastic job. It wouldn't sound near as good if it was me up here, doing the singing and leading. Trust me. For those who remember, I used to do that. <laughs> it's improved. It's improved a lot, and um, but we can see we all have a different place to play. And um, the thing that God's put on my heart is business, and I believe I'm being called to business and for others they're called you might work in a factory or in a shop but you're all put in those positions by God and if you can see that as an appointment you can see wherever you are as an appointment then it'll take on a new look and you and you'll start to hear God leading you in that and the third one is connect all those stones need to be connected they're not thrown around isolated, and with building his church, there needs to be a connection. And one of the most positive things we could do is not only recognise what God's given us in terms of what we're assigned to, but we need to connect with one another. And uh, you know, there's scriptures that uh, that talk about that, which we'll have a look at. Christ is the foundation and uh, the scripture there says therefore if anyone hears these words of mine and puts them into practice, it's like a wise man that built his house on a rock and the rain came and the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against the house and yet it did not fall because it had its foundations on the rock and this was what Jesus taught us about building our lives on him and that that's got to be the starting point whether we're building our life our family or the church christ has got to be that rock this is what happened to a tree that i planted three years ago that tree grew; was the the fantastic looking tree i took photos of it thinking it was the best tree on the place it grew to three meters in the first year it got to about six meters which it was there it was two and a half years old And that last wind we had a couple of weeks ago just didn't stand you know we can look pretty flash and we can look like we're we're pretty big and going well but we'll be tested and that's what jesus was talking about when he said building a house on the rock or building it in the sand that tree just didn't put down its roots enough well it was probably trying but it spent all its time making itself look good all its time was getting bigger and bigger and, and that'll be tested. It will with us too. We'll be tested. So that poor old tree I don't think it's going to survive. It's well and truly blown over. And uh, the second thing is once we've got the foundation in Christ, God assigned us to places intentionally, but he doesn't force us into it. And we often think, well, what's my assignment? What, what's my gifting? Where has God actually placed me? And sometimes we look too hard because I believe that the things we're doing are the things that he's put us in to do. And he will lead us to other things for sure. But if we're always looking for something else, if the grass is always greener in the next paddock, if we're always sitting here wishing we could sing like the people up here or, or whatever it is, we're going to miss what he's assigned to us to do. And... Um, that's probably a greatest challenge, we, we look too hard. I think of Jesus, the G, Jesus when he was uh, feeding the 5,000 and he looked around and the, the disciples said, he said he wanted to feed them. The disciples said, well, how on earth are we going to do that? We're so far from anywhere, you know, they just looked at the, the hopelessness of it. And there's a little boy who wasn't afraid to put his hand up and said, well, I've got my lunch. I've got my lunch here. I've got the five loaves and two fishes. And of course, we all know the story that Jesus took what the little boy had offered and he fed the 5,000. And if we just take a few loaves and two fishes, if we just take whatever we've got to God, he'll use it and he'll build on it. Who knows? That little boy might have become a famous chef or something after that. But you never know what's going to happen if we just give what we have. Not we haven't. God doesn't ask us to give something we haven't got. And uh, we give what we have to him. And we'll find what our assignment is. And assignments can change over time. And I think we'll be tested in the little things. And as we're faithful in the little things, then he'll take us on to something a bit bigger and a bit different. And so we'll grow that way too. We see there in, in Ephesians... He gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists and some to be pastors and teachers. This is when God was setting up the church. When Christ rose, he gave gifts to the church. So this was the beginning of the local church. And, um, and this was to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. So when we looked at that stone wall, this is exactly what Paul was talking about to the ephesians was built up and we were to works of service some of that is not they don't mention anything spectacular it's simply serving one another that's the heart of the gospel is to serve it's not the spectacular stuff it's just serving one another it's connecting one another and us that's where as a church or any church should stand out from any Worldly organization in a where we should be based on serving, and not trying to lift ourselves up. And the third one is, when we're doing that, we need to we're then connecting. And um, just to see which bits I've missed. We need to um, be connecting um, with one another. The body is a unit. We see it in Corinthians, though it is made up of many parts, and though it's all all of its parts are many, they form one body. And so it is with Christ, and that's exactly the same as those living stones that we saw. They um, they're all connected, and in the same way, we can't be operating. Um, We're just like the ligaments that the that are in the body that holds us all together from him the whole body is joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work what an incredible picture of how we're to operate as the church and um, and we're to be connected so let's not disconnect ourselves and keep to ourselves but it's a matter of getting to know each other what our strengths and weaknesses are and um and getting to know and getting to and 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 making that time to connect hebrews 10 and 25 says let's not neglect meeting together as some people do but let's encourage one another especially now the day of his return is getting closer just trying to find what page I've left out (laughs) so we're um, then we have the vine Jesus gave us an an analogy with the vine and uh, again it's all about connection with the, the vine he says I am the vine and my father is the gardener he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit And while every branch that does not bear fruit, he prunes so that it will even be more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word that I've spoken to you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. So there Jesus is really highlighting the need to be connected the need to remain in him connect in him and to one another and he says again in john 15 five, for i am the vine you are the branches and if a man remains in me and i in him he will bear much fruit apart from me you can do nothing and it comes back to that unless the lord builds the house we labor in vain apart from him we can do nothing and um And so we, uh, we need to keep that foundation, that foundation going. We have there some pictures of the Californian redwoods. And this little one, this little one in the um, pot here, we grow these from cuttings because the seed's pretty hard to get. But it grows into these enormous trees. And they were taken down at Beech Forest. There's the stand of them that were put in, in the 30s. And they'd look nothing like this. But the interesting thing is with these t- particular trees is they their roots all graft together. So we use them a lot to control erosion and landslides, because you don't just have one tree on its own. All the roots are grafted together. And so if you cut down one tree all the other roots are still connected and they'll still keep that growing. And um, they can hold a whole hillside together because they work together and not independently. And there's, um, there's a place down at Bambra uh, on Rowan Reeds property where he's got a valley planted to redwoods. He's got another one planted to pines and another one planted to eucalypts. And on that property, there's a lot of tunnel erosion, where the water gets into the unstable clay and tunnels it out and washes it away. And you go down there after this time of year and after there's been heavy rain, and you see all the, the mud that's been washed out down these valleys. But there's one valley that's totally clear, and that's the one he's planted with redwoods, because they all attach their roots to one another and hold it together in fact you can even cut a hole in it and the water is so pure amongst the roots you can drink it whereas it's just muddy where the pines are or where the eucalypts are the redwoods work together as one and uh to me it's a great picture of the church working together we don't operate as one nobody Nobody gets the accolades, we all do together. We're all part, we're all part of the bride of Christ. And, um, and the finished tree looks so much different to where it started. So who knows where we're going to start. We might feel insignificant. The little kids out there in kids' church might think, who am I? But they're starting and they're part of this incredible, this incredible forest, and they're part of that building. That these stones make up. These stones look so insignificant, and yet, if we can find our place, if we can find just where we fit in that, in that place, um, we can. We can be part of that. Final building. So the church is built with living stones, on the foundation of Christ not by man's ideas or our imagination, but totally Christ-centred, fulfilling Christ's mission, which he charged to us, is to make disciples and to teaching them and to baptise them, as he says in his uh, word. Living, breathing and active, putting down roots to create a firm foundation in our relationship with Christ. And uh, that's got to be our priority, taking hold of those work that he's assigned to us and um allowing that to grow and develop take what's what we've got in our hand and seeing where it takes us committing it to god and see where it takes us and then connecting communicating with each other and don't don't isolate ourselves but join in with the home groups and whatever opportunities that are out there to connect and then we'll form this unstoppable team. And God will take us in his strength to wherever he wants to. And there's the picture of those stones all put in place and held together, connected together. And, um, and that, was, that was the analogy that uh, Jesus wanted us to, to take a hold of, that we're all just part. And there's that incredible need to to be together, to connect together, and to accomplish great things for God. So I'll, uh, I'll leave it there and I'll hand over to Sam.
1: Awesome. So I'll just invite the band up. Um, but, yeah, thanks, Mike, for an awesome word. It's so cool to be able to... Do um, you know, we read so much in the Bible and, and God speaks to us so much through the Bible, but God also speaks to us through his creation, doesn't he? Um, and so it's just so cool to be able to look around um, and see what God's created and see that he's created each thing with intentionality and that he's, he's even hidden little messages um, in the redwoods and in so many different things. So um, yeah, each one of us have, like we were saying in communion, like God's, Jesus opened the door. Uh, to so many things for each one of us and as Mike was sharing today each one of us have a place we all fit together and and um, and sometimes edges need to be smoothed over uh, but that's a part of having that door opened for Jesus to come in and to transform us so let's close by um getting excited and singing some songs together thanks band Let's stand just as we just as we worship you now. If we usually finish the service on if you want to be prayed for, come forward. I'm just going to give you that opportunity now. Just to if if you feel like something's resonated with you, if you feel like there's a touch of the Holy Spirit on you right now, and you want just someone just to be with you pray with you doesn't matter what it is just come forward as we sing these songs we'll be respectful of the people praying here if if anyone does you might there's a maybe maybe there's a need in your life that you might need prayer for part of the church is standing by each other and praying for you and praying, praying with you so if you feel that way come forward or even just tap your neighbor on the side and say can you pray with me just as we sing and i will fall at your feet i will fall at your